TikTok is a super fun way to waste a lot of time. Take it from me, because I can easily get sucked into a hole of food ASMR. Do not get me started on this amazing Asian recipe I saw recently. But I digress. This is not an episode all about my TikTok feed today. Welcome to Cryptic Soup. Tick-tock, tick-tock. Let's get started on this episode, am I right? Oh, wait. Tick-tock the app, not the clock. Oops. Our top story tonight, a cold-blooded murder inside an Inland Empire movie theater. Yeah, an 18-year-old woman was shot in the head and died. Her 19-year-old friend was shot and is on life support. As KCalmines and Cole Comstock reports tonight, the victim's family is searching for answers. Hi, guys. Welcome back to Cryptic Soup. I'm Kylie. And I'm your awesomer, cooler, better, most amazing host, Athena. Fuck off. That's why you wanted me to do it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kylie, what's your favorite TikTok? Oh, yours is the goat. I love the goat. No, my favorite is the um, kid that has his ex um, Iron Chef dad oh. make fast food into gourmet food. You also really like that girl that that one time I kind of quoted, but I have no idea who she is, who's like, Bed, bath, and body works and beyond. Bed, bath, bed, bath, beyond and works. But I can't think of who she is. Elise Myers. Yeah, you like her. Yeah, everyone likes her. <laughs> I have no idea who she is. <laughs> I just know that one. She's video. hilarious. All of her videos are like that. They're just mm. fucking funny. As far as TikTok goes, my favorite videos. I'm so all over the place. I'm really obsessed with watching <laughs> lobster hunting videos no you're not <laughs> dude lobster and crawfish <laughs> videos and they like test out and they see if they've clipped the the bottom layer of their fin and how far it's grown out and like i love ship tiktok where they like are living on boats and stuff i'm really deep in ship tiktok <laughs> like there's this one dog that lives on a ship and he like has sea legs it's so funny so no matter when the, the boats are rocking he, he stands still okay whatever um <laughs> i like <laughs> i like that tiktok i love watching I'm Do sorry, I'm on lobster TikTok. <laughs> Whenever I tell people that, they get really weird, and then I pull it up, and it's usually, like, the first two videos. Um, I'm really deep in feeding your dog TikTok. Like, mm -hmm. I like watching people feed their dogs. I don't have a dog. Like, crazy things, like, when <laughs> like they Like, the put, raw diets, or, yeah, like... Yeah, when they put, like, the raw egg shell, and... Or they're like, I'm gonna serve an entire quail tonight, and I'm like, yeah, the fuck you <laughs> are, bitch. How big's your dog? I guess quails aren't big, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, Dina is also a vegetarian, so <laughs> so it's funny that I like raw dog food diet TikTok. <laughs> it's very out of character for you. <laughs> I feel like there's probably a few other weird TikToks that I'm on, but then like I'm somehow really deep in Divergent TikTok, like the movie yeah. series Divergent. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm in Neurodivergent TikTok. I don't know how I got there. Oh no, I'm 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 in Divergent TikTok, and then like I'm in. I'm obviously fucking deep in Harry Potter TikTok. Let's be real. Oh, oh, I'm really deep in this one dude's TikTok. He's on my feed every day. Don't know who he is. He just has blonde hair. Don't know hair. who he is. <laughs> he has blonde hair. And so people comment Draco Malfoy a lot on his posts because he has like platinum white hair. Well, that's He's how. like buff and like 
he's I think gay and he like does body workouts but because so many people comment Harry Potter things on his videos he's on my feet all the time that's how you got on it yeah anyways tonight's episode is about TikTok guys (laughs) (laughs) what TikToks do you guys have on your feed TikTok weirds me out how the algorithm works it's awesome also stressful I I'm so addicted to TikTok it's bad I didn't have it for so long and then one day I was really sick and I was like all right, I'll see what the hype is about. I accidentally fell into a hole of TikTok for like nine hours just yeah. scrolling because I was sick. I couldn't do anything else. Yeah. I'm definitely on dog TikTok too. I'm on dog feeding, dog feeding TikTok. <laughs> so guys, a lot of people know TikTok stars. Do you follow any TikTok stars? I guess I should ask. Elise Myers. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we have different TikTok stars. And Selena Spooky. I have never heard of these people. I fat fatto? Okay. I follow uh, like Maddie Westrock. Gay icon, all right? Non-binary person. Okay. I think I know you. They're dating about. only JS. The person that gives fat. All right. We have different TikToks. So let's talk about another famous TikToker, <laughs> Riley Goodrich. So Riley Goodrich was a TikTok star with over 100,000 followers. Riley would post fun, relatable content about friends, romance, parties, drinking adventures, boy drama, dancing videos, a little in between. Riley had super long, beautiful blonde hair. She was fit. She had these bright bluish green eyes. She lived in California. She, She looked like what you would think like a California girl to look like. But she also looked like your typical fun friend you would want to have in your friend group. Sadly, Riley is no longer posting because Riley was murdered in 20 of 20, 2021. Riley was on a date with a fellow TikTok star named Anthony Barreras. So let's talk about who Riley and Anthony are and find out what happened that night. Riley Goodrich was a recent high school graduate who was a cheerleader and volleyball player. The 18-year-old was given a scholarship to the Grand Canyon University and its STEM program. Riley posted on her Instagram on June 3rd, 2020. The caption said, To the graduating class of 2020, we've been through fires, pandemics, protests, death, and the loss of our senior year. All I can say is we've all experienced some things no other graduating class will. If you haven't heard, I'll be continuing my education and club volleyball career at GCU. Lopes up! Love you all. Stay strong. And the picture was like, uh, you know, like her in a graduating gown, little mm-hmm. hat, you know, it, it was a cute picture. So Riley had dreams that she was going to work towards to achieve. And at Grand Canyon University in Phoenix, Arizona, it was Riley's dream school to attend. And that's where she was going to go. One of Riley's fellow classmates had described her. They said everywhere you went, she would light up a room with her smile. She was always nice to everyone. Her name was, um, or maybe he, I couldn't figure out, Alex Apigtica. And this was someone who had classes in high school with Riley. Riley's family said that she had met Anthony over 4th of July weekend in 2021. Her family remembers her being really excited to go on a date with him. It seemed like they were friends before they were going on their date because they met in 4th of July weekend, but their date wasn't until later, so... Her dad was a little skeptical at first. He says he remembered rolling his eyes at the idea of his daughter dating some TikTok star. 
but Riley's mom said that they needed to give the boy a chance and Anthony actually won the family over. I thought that was really funny because Riley's also a TikTok star and her dad's like, oh, my God, I don't want her right. to be a TikTok star. Like, wouldn't it just make sense? <laughs> like, it makes the most sense. Right. No, she's going to go date the accountant. Because they, like, all understand each other. Yeah. And they can create content together. Right. Anthony Barreras was also a TikTok star. He had 930,000 followers. His goal was to reach a million followers before the year was up. Anthony liked posting funny videos, soccer videos, workout challenges, funny Omegle, Omegle, how do you pronounce it? Omegle. Omegle videos and lip syncing videos on TikTok. Anthony was 19 years old. He was also a near recent graduate. He went to Matter Day High in Santa Ana, Anna. Santa Ana. Santa Ana. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> he was a soccer star at his school. He liked to longboard, sing and travel. When Anthony was picking up Riley for their first date, he actually had recently gotten back from Hawaii and he brought home from Hawaii all of Riley's family's members, different souvenirs from the trip. And that actually made a really good impression on Riley's parents. And around that time, Riley's dad remembered saying that, like, oh, OK, he, he like he gets the approval. You know, he he's a good kid. He doesn't just think about himself. OK, it's a little sucky up, though. Like, I'm sucking up to you. Here's all here's all these gifts. It is. But also, if he maybe he did know that Riley's parents weren't like super keen on him. So maybe he was like, you know, I don't want them to think that I'm just like some kid that gets handed everything in life. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think he went there and made a bunch of TikToks while there type thing and stuff. Like, I think it was in uh, like a TikTok adventure. Like business type. Yeah. Business quoting that. And so I think he wanted to prove, like, this isn't all about me, even though I get this opportunity. Ooh, rhymes. (laughs) Sorry. Ooh. Ooh. Been playing a lot of Toontown, guys. (laughs) You're welcome. Anthony and Riley were going to go on their first date Monday, July 26th. So they met 4th of July. Then he left for a few days to go to Hawaii. So they had known each other almost a month, you know, at this point. But I'm sure they at least interacted before this because if they're both tiktok stars a lot of tiktok stars kind of like interact back and forth on videos and stuff right so it probably just wasn't that they hadn't met in real life yet because they still lived in california near each other but not like right next to each other so it was probably one of those things where it's like oh we live super close let's meet up so their date was on monday july 26th at the 9 35 showing of the movie the forever purge that movie is the fifth movie in the in the anthology of the Purge movies. For anyone that doesn't know what the Purge movies are, the plot is centered around all crimes being legal for 12 hours, including murder. Kylie, have you seen any of them? Yeah, I actually really like them. Really? Yeah. For anyone that likes the Purge movies, I highly suggest, I think it's done by AMC, but... The Purge TV show. It's only two seasons long. It's really good, actually. Hmm. It's only like 12 episodes and it follows multiple storylines. And then they all kind of obviously funnel together towards the end. But it's, I think, like four or five people's storylines. The first season's amazing. The second season's pretty good. It like starts off really good, then it kind of loses you in the middle, but you have to make it through because the end is so good. 
Good to know. And I think it's on Hulu. Okay. Yeah. Everyone should watch that. Go, 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 go. Go, go. After this episode. I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> so they were going to go see The Forever Purge. And because the movie had been out for a little bit, there was a really small audience for that showing of the movie. Also, because it was just a Monday at 930 p.m. There were only six tickets that were purchased, and that included Riley and Anthony's ticket. So only four other people were in the theater besides them. What happened during the showing 100% is hard to find information on. And there's no firsthand accounts of what happened except for the person that did the shooting. You'll find out why in a second. So I'm going to tell everything that we do know, but some of this is coming straight from the shooter's mouth. So we can't 100% believe it. But at the same time, he is pretty damn honest, even when it hurts him in court. So it's kind of hard not to believe. One of those guys. He kind of likes the idea that he's this bad guy. Like yeah. the attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What happened that we do know is that both Riley and Anthony had been shot. They were shot in the head execution style, said the police. Riley was fatally shot in the head at point blank range. Anthony was shot in the eye. And when I was trying to figure that out, because they said it was execution style, so it was from behind because the person had the not the row directly behind them, but the row behind that. So two rows behind them. It seemed like Anthony kind of saw movement or heard movement. And so he turned his head slightly. And that's why he got shot in the eye because his head wasn't straight looking at the screen. So it ended up going through his eye and out the ba- and out his head the other way. Authorities say the shooting was unprovoked and they don't even think the shooter knew the victims. Now, who shot them? The other people that purchased tickets that night was a man named Joseph Jimenez. He was 20 years old and him and his three friends went to the movies. So there's only six tickets sold. That's Riley, Anthony, Joseph and three random friends. It easily narrows down the list of possible suspects when there's only four people. About halfway through the movie, Joseph left for about five minutes, and when he returned to the theater, he had a bag with him, and he motioned to it and told some of his friends he had a strap. Joseph had recently purchased a gun online, and he had went out to his car to grab it. Joseph's friends, you know, when you're in a movie theater, you kind of don't know if you hear someone correctly, so they probably were like, what the fuck did this? Mm -hmm. Did he just say what I think? Nah, he couldn't have. We're watching a scary movie. We just think he said that. But they did assume that he meant he had a gun. They like thought like, yeah, that had to have been what he said. But instead of alerting anyone, telling anyone who worked there, informing police, anything like that, they all three were like, hey, Joseph, we need to go to the bathroom, like all together at the same time. That's not what guys do. (laughs) Guys don't do that. (laughs) No. And they just got up and ditched him. Which if I was Joseph, I would already think that's weird. I'd be like, why are all three of my friends leaving? But this paints a really weird picture because I wonder what would have happened if these people stayed. It Mm. really would have changed the fates of what happened. So at this point, Joseph was left alone in the theater with Anthony and Riley. Around this time, the movie was close to being done and Riley texted her dad and she said the movie was actually pretty boring. After this text, though, was when the tragedy occurred. Joseph's friends told the police later that while they were in the parking lot after they had ditched Joseph, 
they saw him running out of the theater, getting into his vehicle and speeding away. At this point, it was after midnight. The movie had ended and an employee at the Regal Edwards Cinema in Corona, California, where the kids were on their first date named Kaylin Dillon, told news station. During the actual movie, no one apparently heard gunshots. Well, they're seeing a very violent gunshotty movie. Yeah. You have to remember also this shooting occurred one week after the ninth anniversary of the Aurora Cinema Massacre. That's the one where James Holm took the gun into the midnight showing of The Dark Knight Rises. It's one of the most fatal mass shootings in U.S. history. Twelve people were killed. Seventy were injured. And it happened at a movie theater. Some people are wondering if this could have influenced the event. We don't really have concrete evidence to back it up saying that it did or didn't. But... Joseph doesn't really show any signs of this like being a thing. He doesn't act like the movie theater or the movies had anything to do with it. We'll get to his reasonings why, but they're pretty bogus. So going back to the shooting, when the shooting occurred, the investigators were like, how come no one called us? No one said there was any gunshots, suspicious activity, anyone. But then we already know this. It's because no one else was in the theater other than the two people that were shot and the shooter. But at first police were like, how did no one notice this? So police and investigators asked anyone in any of the adjacent theaters for possible information to come forward. Here's something that bugs me. And I feel like, Kylie, the the moment I say it, you're going to be like, dude, same. So Joseph's friends, they were like outside, right? And they were like, yeah, we were in the parking lot hanging out. We knew Joseph had a gun on him, we thought. Then we see him come running outside and speed off like a crazy madman. So, like, did you call the cops? <laughs> like, no. did you go and warn the employees? Did you do anything? Now, a few days after the shooting, one of those friends was in a news report talking about the situation. And in it, he said, I'm pretty sure I knew deep down that Joseph brought a gun into that place and was going to shoot people. Okay, if you knew that, why didn't you fucking say something, my dude? What right. the fuck? <laughs> So you you feel guilty because it's a little guilty, a little bit. And around that same time as that interview was when someone actually asked Joseph, they were like, did the movie theme, like the Purge theme, have anything to do with why you shot people or why you're violent? And he's like, no, 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 those are not correlated. So mm. that solves the age old question. Do violent movies and violent video games make people violent? Joseph solved it. They don't. <laughs> Thank you, Joseph. Thank you. <laughs> So, like I said, it was after midnight. The bodies of Anthony and Riley were not found until this time, after the movie ended. The employees went in to start cleaning the theater, Mm. and one employee said in a police report, there were two people with a lot of blood, and I couldn't tell if they were alive or not. Horrific. Those movie theaters are already horrific from people being assholes. Don't be an asshole when you go to the theater. Clean up after yourself. We clean up after ourselves and others when we go to the theater. And, and we are movie goers. I was going to say, okay? we go to the movies more than like anyone like a lot, I know. Okay, so just don't be an asshole. Clean up after yourself. Okay, moving on. <laughs> my mom asked me, my mom and I went to the movies to see Batman yesterday. Because um, I'm going to go see it quite a few times in theaters, <laughs> let's times. just say. And my mom was like, 
oh, were there any new good movies coming out after this? And I just started naming movie after movie after movie <laughs> that we want to see in 2022. I was like, well, Margie wants to see this one. Corey wants to see this one. I want to see this one. Kylie wants to see this one. We all want to see this one. And she's just like, I'm surprised you don't have one of those like movie goer app passes. And I was like, oh, we do. We go to the movies a lot, mom. Of course we do. She's like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So the employees realized that something was wrong because of them seeing two bodies in a pool of blood on the floor. Police say Anthony not only had a gunshot wound to his head, but he had several projectiles lodged in his brain area. Now, during this time, Anthony had lived. Anthony was alive. Oh. Riley was pronounced dead at the scene on the scene at the theater, but Anthony was fighting for life. Anthony was rushed to Riverside Community Hospital, where he was put on life support. Since it was pretty easy to find out who the shooter was, Joseph was taken into custody only a day after the shooting and was arrested. Police took Joseph into custody while serving a search warrant to his home just outside the Corona City limits. While searching his home, cops found a handgun with the same caliber as the gun used in the theater shooting, a wallet belonging to one of the victims, a movie ticket to the 935 showing of the Forever Purge at Regal Cinema. So things you don't keep <laughs> as a person that doesn't want to be caught after murdering someone. A list. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing missing is like a selfie with the bodies. Right. Like, come on, my dude. <laughs> no, I didn't do it. I promise. I think that was my friend. He borrowed my <laughs> life. <laughs> right. Now, originally, Joseph was only going to get one murder charge, but before anything was scheduled within like a court date court hearing, Joseph found out he's going to be charged with two counts of murder. Because on Saturday, only a few days after the shooting, because the shooting happened on Monday, remember, Anthony died because he had to be removed from life support. Tragic. Maybe there was a formal statement that was made. But the only thing I can figure out that was made to notify people that Anthony passed away was Malik Ernest, one of Anthony's best friends, tweeted. What? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Which, okay, he's a TikTok star. He is on social medias and stuff. So maybe that is kind of actually respectful in a sense, because how else would his followers know type thing? his fans yeah so i mean that sounds kind of mean to be like they tweeted that he died but that might genuinely be the best way yeah sense that's true so the tweet said i want to thank everyone who lifted anthony in prayer the injuries to his brain were irreparable on july 30th at 11 p.m anthony was wheeled down an honor walk where he would ultimately donate his organs so others may live he was an organ donor, by the way. Are you an organ donor? Yeah, me too. I can't even like think of any other way to to live in this world. Yeah, and because I got that a uh, bougie ass blood type. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm still over here. I'm the taking universal care donor. of people with COVID and the flu, and I still haven't gotten it. Yeah, ain't you lucky, bitch? Don't get COVID. It sucks. <sighs> So in addition to the two counts of murder, he was also going to get robbery. Joseph was because he stole Riley's wallet. Like I mentioned earlier, I didn't mention whose wallet, but it was Riley's. So it wasn't 
it was Riley's. Like, yes. So it was like a girl's wallet, not like and one of his friends. Yeah. And like, it's not even like he could have just taken out the picture. Like the ID off. probably. Yeah. Probably yeah. was a feminine looking wallet. Yeah. And another thing I'm wondering is, did he steal Riley's because he knew Riley was dead? Like, did he know Anthony was alive? Is that why he didn't go for Anthony's? Because he was scared that. Yeah. He would have like gone after him. Maybe not. Like, maybe he just knew that he was. I I assume he was brain dead kind of at that point, or at least like partially and probably immobilized if he was shot in the head and he had to be put on life support. Yeah. But was he making noise? Was his eyes fluttering? Something that scared Joseph enough into being like, nope, not going to go for that one. Or maybe he grabbed it, grabbed Riley's and just like bailed. was spooked. I just I'm very, very curious about the dynamic of how he went about this. <laughs> Joseph was also getting charged with special circumstances with multiple murder and a special circumstances of lying in wait because he ended up sneaking up and attacking the victims. The district attorney, John Hall said, because he was sitting behind them and he waited till an opportune moment. With all these charges, it put the death penalty as an option. In a jailhouse interview, Joseph told Press Enterprise that he walked up behind the victims. He was he shoot, shooted, shooted, shot, got there. <laughs> uh huh. He shot Anthony first and that made Riley sort of jump, he said. And then he shot her. He then ran from the theater. But keep in mind, not before stealing her fucking wallet. Mm and his heart was just beating like crazy like oh, omg yeah. i wonder why yeah like oh i'm so sorry you were so scared after killing those people my man i'm so sorry oh my god are you okay right no sympathy here joseph said that if he could relive that night of the shooting he would have just left the theater the first time and not come back well, you can't do that. And you can't fucking give these parents back their children. Children. They were 18 and fucking 19, you piece of garbage. Yeah. Joseph had recently been diagnosed only eight months prior with schizophrenia. And he decided to just stop taking his meds because he ran out. Not a good reason. No. <laughs> Literally. Not an excuse. If you guys don't understand what living with schizophrenia is like, there's actually a really good um, YouTube thing you can look into and it pretty much is essentially if you just google like what's life like with schizophrenia or like what are schizophrenia brain patterns like and it plays an audio of what living inside a schizophrenic person's head sounds like because nine times out of ten when you're living with schizophrenia it's not just like a normal person having a conversation inside your head it's like you're having a conversation inside your head with you with also a you that you can't control and then like 20 other yous that you are not in control of either. And it's almost like the, all these conversations are happening that you can't control. So it's like 20 separate people are talking inside your head and you're like, hey, guys, can you just like chill for five minutes so I can like have a thought <laughs> like live? And they're like, the fuck? You're interrupting us. And on YouTube, it gives you a really good just like idea of, idea of yeah. how stressful that is to just hear every moment of every day like being in a crowded room always while trying to have like a conversation with someone on the phone or something yeah but that crowded room is like your fucking brain yeah 
So Joseph said that he was hearing voices in his head, but he said that these voices were telling him that his friends and family were going to be killed. So with that being the case, he made a decision to kill Riley and Anthony. News and police asked if he believed killing the two teens was the only way to save his loved ones. And he responded, basically, yeah. Basically, uh, yeah. Like, eh, no big deal. Yeah, he's Basically, so, yeah. meh. Yeah, I guess. I mean, you know, it might work. It might not. Let's just fuck around and find out. <laughs> well, now you're fucking around and finding out in prison. <laughs> oh, with a potential death threat over your head. Right. Uh, uh, death penalty. Death penalty, yeah. Yeah. Joseph was going to go with the plea of insanity after he made his initial appearances in court at Riverside Hall of Justice in hopes to get the death penalty removed, though. He even offered condolences to the families, the victims' families. He said, I wished I didn't do it. Basically, yeah, but then I wished I didn't do it. Bro. Right. <sighs> He's a garbage can. <laughs> if you think this upset Riley and Anthony's family, you're right. Um, yeah, just slightly. <laughs> just, just a little. After Joseph's court appearance, he was walking out towards like an exit door. There's a verbal confrontation and you can see this on YouTube. It's after the hearing ended and Riley's dad shows up and he just starts screaming and yelling to Anthony. He's being held back, though. And he's like, hey, look at me, bro. Look at me. Look at look at me. Dude, look at me. That that was my that was my. And before he can even say, like, that was my daughter, that was my baby, that was my whatever he was going to say, you know, he tries so hard, but he's screaming and he just like starts to break down and cry. Oh, and there's someone standing next to him. They the only thing they say is it's his friend. I don't know who it is, but it's this other person. And they start to like embrace him and be like, it's OK, it's OK, like, it's just it's OK, don't. And he stops yelling because he's bawling his eyes out at this point. Mm -hmm. And police are like, OK, like, uh, let's let's move on. And they escort okay. Joseph to the exit because they can tell this is going to get bad. Yeah. Now, since COVID's put a lot of court sessions on halt or at least slowed them down or all that kind of stuff, we don't have news yet of what's happening in Joseph's case. It's still open to the death penalty. But currently he's in prison. Here are some things that have happened, though, in the meantime, with Riley and Anthony and everyone they know. Friends had left messages written in chalk on the pavement outside the theater where they had been killed. Also, a lot of flowers and trinkets were left. There was like a memorial area for them. A life-size cutout of Riley in a graduation gown and cap stood outside the theater entrance. Vigils were held in honor of both victims. And there was an outpouring of emotion at New Beginnings Community Church in Norco, where Riley was remembered. Her mother spoke out for the first time during this. And her name is Danielle Goodrich. And she said. She's my baby, my firstborn, and she got ripped away doing something so innocent and it breaks my heart. Poor Anthony. They were just starting their relationship. He's a beautiful boy, and my heart goes out to his family. There was another vigil for Anthony, and that had another really big crowd at Sa Santa Ana. Santa Ana? Santa Ana. I think Anna. it's Santa Ana. <laughs> I'm sorry. It just looks like Ana to me because there's only one N. One. They pronounce it Santa Ana. 
Well, yeah, it's just it's but, short. Okay. At Santa Ana Mater, Matt. Ma- Mater. Ma- <laughs> My name's Mater. <laughs> Another large crowd had attended the vigil for Anthony at Santa Ana Mater Day High School, where he went. And during this vigil and during interviews, a lot of people had spoken out during the event. Another person that spoke out was Anthony's soccer coach, Sean Ganey. Remember, he was a really prominent soccer player in high school. And this is what he had to say. There aren't adequate words to explain how special Anthony is and what an impact he had on so many people's lives. Anthony is an exceptional man of character and a true example of what it means to be a servant leader. MD Soccer is grateful for the legacy Anthony left with the program. We continue to pray for Anthony and the entire Barreras family during this difficult time. Which. I mean, that's so sad because it sounded like he both kids really were just they had so much good people. Yeah. Yeah. Around the times of these events, GoFundMe pages were created. They were to help cover the cost of funeral expenses, things like that. For Riley's, I did find it. It was closed. It had raised sixty seven thousand dollars. The original goal was fifty thousand. So it was great. It did everything the family hoped for and more anthony's was also created but that one i couldn't find all so i don't know how much it was for if it was taken down or whatnot now i didn't follow anthony or riley because as we found out earlier i have a very odd tiktok page (laughs) but when we started this case i wanted to watch videos from both accounts to get a feel of who these people are i'll be honest anthony's videos were not my style so i wouldn't really follow that Riley's are pretty cute, though. There was one video that really just took my emotions. It's either the very last or the second to last video Riley posted, and it almost brought me to tears. So it was on July 24th, which is only two days before the shooting, and it's just gut-wrenching if you see it now. It's a black and white video, and in the video, Riley, like, goes to lay down on her back on a bed And she just stares off into the ceiling past the camera and text appears all over the screen that says romantic things I want to experience in my life. And then like little things pop up and it says a picture of him smiling at me without me knowing my hair being pushed behind my bad ear. The I know you're asleep dot 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 text (laughs) running up run up. I miss you hugs random voicemails making silly videos, traveling the world together for years, seeing him get excited about our future, unexpected surprises, having him sing to me, dancing at 2 a.m. in the kitchen. So a lot of people did think that this was something Riley was posting about her newfound happiness with Anthony and the fact they were going on dates and stuff, because not very long before that, he had posted something kind of similar, being like, if I have another like my next girlfriend, here's what we're going to do. And there was a few of overlapping things. But now when you sit there and you think about that, they were on their first date and all she like wanted was real like date. Yeah. She just wanted like a happy, good life. And <sighs> it's really sad. I'm sorry. Like, I'm not going to cry. I know my voice is cracking. <laughs> <laughs> that just happens sometimes. But it was just it was really sad. Yeah. 
So we all know that sharing on social media is really tricky and you don't want to overshare because it can easily become negative. And like you could get stalkers, you could get kidnapped, you could post your location, get in trouble, different things happen. But the thing is, it's like they didn't do that. They weren't posting crazy things that led to this event. They actually were really safe kids. Creating content. Yeah. Yeah. And it went downhill. But that's not the case with all things that happen like this. I know this episode's about Riley and Anthony, but I I did give you as much information as we currently know. If we hopefully Kylie and I remember, maybe we can try and come back to this when we find out more. Riley and Kylie spell their names like maybe we'll remember. Who knows? Yeah, literally alike. But we all know stardom comes with a price. So I wanted to talk about some other things. Sometimes stardom can make you go crazy and tell you to have a mental breakdown and shave your head. Britney Spears. (laughs) (laughs) Britney Spears. Sometimes it'll have you posting a random video of you screaming at the camera. Also about Britney Spears, that guy. Leave Britney alone. (laughs) But maybe you just said something controversial and you have to put up an apology video or just maybe you're posting random content. So... It made me think of other TikTok stars who have had untimely death. There's a bunch of social media stars that have had untimely deaths, but we're going to focus on just some TikTok ones. So let's talk about TikTok stars that met ill fates besides Riley and Anthony. Some of these names are a little hard to pronounce, but you guys are used to it at this point. Athena doesn't know how to read, so let's fucking get into it. (laughs) Let's sound stupid. First one off the bat. Desaria, Desaria, Desaria Schaefer. Desaria died at 18 years old. Her father did let out a statement and he implied that it was a suicide. The young social media star had 1.7 million followers on TikTok. The next one is a Brazilian influenced TikTok star named Elaine Ferreira Solen. She shared a revealing post. Now, According to reports, her husband, Alejandro Antonio Aguilera Cantaupoli, he, yeah. <laughs> he shot and killed her in January 2021. So Elaine was 35. She ended up being, she was 35 years old. She had a six-year-old daughter. And what happened was she ended up being shot 14 times and was killed in front of her daughter while they were attending a family barbecue. Wow. She was killed by her boyfriend, Alejandro, who then, after killing her in front of her own child and her whole family, turned the gun on himself and shot himself in the head, killing himself as well. All because she posted a photo he didn't like. And it's, I mean, you quoted it, revealing. Yeah. So there's that one. Alexis Sharkley is the next one. A 26-year-old who shared content about her travels and life experiences. She had 1.3 million likes on TikTok. Shark, um, Alexis Sharkley's bo- Sharky's body was found amongst the brush on the side of the road in Houston, Texas. On November 28th, 2020, her murder was ruled death by strangulation and has remained unsolved. Mm, don't like that. <sighs> Very much don't like that. The next one is Matima Miller, 19 years old. He is better known as Swavy. 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 
I'm really sorry. I don't know this one. It's just S-W-A-V-Y. Probably Suave. Suave. Yeah. He had over 3.7 million followers on TikTok because he was a kick-ass dancer. The rising star tragically died in July 2021. He had sustained a gunshot wound. Uh, The New York Post said he was reportedly gunned down in broad daylight while in Wilmington, Delaware. The next one, Sayak Carr. She was 16 years old and she committed suicide. She had 1.1 million followers on TikTok. The next one, Chao Kwame, a 23-year-old creator from China who plummeted to her death while recording a video for her 100,000 followers. Oh, crap. That would be so bad. (laughs) Could you imagine watching that video and just being like, she's falling to her death. I can't stop. Like, you can't stop watching. But you're going to be scarred for life if you continue watching. You ready to hear this? No. She's actually the second TikTok star from China to fall to their death while filming content. She's not even the first one. What's what? what is, I couldn't what, figure what, out the why? first one's name. <laughs> in the video, Chow was speaking to her camera while sitting in the cabin of a crane because she was a crane operator. But then, as the video was going, the image became really blurry because the equipment was quickly moving in and out of the frame, and it's because she was falling 160 feet from the crane's cabin all the way to her death. Eyewitnesses said that when they saw her. She still had her phone in her hand when she was dead on the ground. Mm. And of course, last but not least, we all know this one, Gabby Petito. She's not TikTok famous, though. Not really. I mean, she kind of was. Yeah. She had hundreds of thousands of followers. Yeah. (laughs) She became more famous after she went missing. Yes. But she had the same kind of lifestyle and um just influencer yeah influence as alexis sharkley so but sharkley did have a lot more followers about i think seven times the amount or something but they had similar vibes and videos so i mean we all know that you you gotta be careful and there Mm -hmm. if you ever are like a person that wants to live on the road live in your car live in um, an RV, a renovated school bus, anything like that. You can do that. That's totally fine. But just make sure you're safe about it. There's do's and don'ts. And so everyone in that community will help one another. Like if you are on that TikTok for longer than like five minutes, you'll see someone being like, oh, how did you do this to yours? I want to do that. It looks safe. Or like, oh, did you do this to yours? How do you black out your window? They all help each other. They really there's do. Definitely, yeah, there's definitely people. There's a community there. Yeah. To help. But you just, you really have to be safe because as many good people as there are in this world, there are a lot of bad people also. And preying on these type of famous people is a little bit easier and it gets them the notoriety they want, I feel like, rather than just like, If you try to go out and kill Britney Spears, yeah, you'll be famous for being that person that killed or attempted to kill Britney Spears, but you're not going to be near as successful and you're probably going to die in the process than if you're going to just try to kill someone that's social media famous. Yeah. Is how I, I, not like I like sit here and think about it, but like how I think (laughs) about it. Yeah. And 
it's just just be safe on the internet people please that's yeah all. that's all welcome to my ted talk yeah <laughs> well this wasn't really a feel-good story of the day <laughs> no it was not yeah well you guys wanted a murder case i <laughs> i mean i wanted to do one that isn't as covered but i feel like needs to be covered and because there wasn't eyewitness counts and things like that i feel like riley and anthony get passed by a lot because people don't like to take the word of the killer because we don't know they could be glorifying their own darkness but the story needs told because I it's hope just the kids are just like sad. so angry that they left or like the friends yeah or like so angry that they didn't call anyone yeah i hope it's a very sad one well do you want to start the closing notes for us tonight sure Big round of applause. (laughs) (laughs) Thank thank you so much, Damon Bukowski, for our always wonderful, awesome, amazing theme song. Artwork by Taylor with Lab Monkey Creative on Instagram. I'm going to see him soon. I'm so excited. Yeah, you guys don't know this. Okay, so where we live is a place we're talking about being safe on the internet so we're not going to give information here where we live is a place with a house that we live in (laughs) kylie and i live together in this house with Corey. so i guess if you want to murder the podcast all you gotta do is just murder all three of us at once good fucking luck good luck we have a mean dog (laughs) we have mean dogs and a lot of guns so just good luck so we then have damon our theme song person um damon is i'm i'm best friends with damon um he lives two-ish hours away. Yeah. A little less. Yeah, on a bad day, two hours away. Yeah. Corey lives with us, obviously. Well, we live with Corey. I guess this is Corey's house. I mean, I live with Corey and you live with us. I live with you. Yeah. <laughs> but then there's Taylor. <laughs> Taylor lives like five states away, you guys. Taylor doesn't live here. Taylor lives uh, out yonder, many an hour away. Out yonder. So like... Taylor's on the other other part of part of the, <laughs> the world. I was trying not to say world. What are we in? Continent. Country. Country. He's on the other half of the country, kind of. That's why we always say, like, we don't see these people because we don't see Taylor we and don't. Damon. Yeah. We see Corey all the time, though. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to explain to everyone where everyone's coming from. I did good. I didn't give anything away. No, yeah, you're good. Yeah. We live in a house. Somewhere. We live in a house. <laughs> it is in one of the 48 conjoined states. There you go. Narrow it down, people. No, please don't. <laughs> Editing <laughs> by Corey with core.media.photography on Instagram, who now loves us and appreciates us. They are all a huge part of the Cryptic Soup fam. So we want to say thank you. And I'm bowing. Like, I'm bowing. <laughs> Thanks for telling them what you're doing. (laughs) We also want to give a huge shout out. We never do it, but they're a really important part of our family, too. Um, Thank you, Saber and Shiro, for staying quiet during our recording. Kind of quiet. You're trying your best. (laughs) We would like you to try a little harder. You guys seem to not understand what staircases are for. You go down them (laughs) one at a time, please. So every time you guys go down the stairs, we have to pause everything we are doing so Corey can edit out the (laughs) that's happening in the background. We love you guys. Um, Please just do better. 
Thank you. Thank you for being part of the family, guys. Shiro, Saber, Angels. Thank you. Angels. <laughs> I just looked over right when you said blah. And it was just... <laughs> it was so funny because you were just like... Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Which makes me think of that SpongeBob fish that's just like... Blah, blah, blah. What? I don't think I know him. The only thing I can think of is that thing during that one episode with Kevin and he's like, loser, loser. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> it's like a kazoo looking thing. And he's like, you know, if you use this, it'll be the mating call for the queen jellyfish. But really, it's making SpongeBob just say the word loser. Are you kidding me? I have no idea. Okay, we're talking about way different episodes. <laughs> Anyways, guys. <laughs> Thank you to all you guys also for listening. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We like you guys. You guys are cool. Don't forget to follow the Instagram at Cryptic Soup Pod. Where our DMs are <laughs> always. Oh, wait, I fucked up the wrong word. Always open for suggestions. <laughs> I don't know what word to emphasize. Slide on in. There you go. <laughs> How do you know where to emphasize? Yikes. Yeah. No, no, no. Guys, hold on. Round two. Round two. Okay, you got this. I got got this. this. Hi, guys. My name is Kylie. You guys can DM us on Instagram because our DMs are always open for suggestions. So slide on in. (laughs) Okay, I'm not very good at that part. I became like a Western man. (laughs) Slide on in. I mean, yeah, that's how I say it. I feel like. I have a little bit of a draw when well, I you say do. It. You do have a draw. <laughs> so thank you guys so much. We would always love to hear back from you guys, whether it be through those DMs, Apple Podcast ratings and reviews, or on a Spotify rating. We really like hearing back from you guys because it tells us what we're doing right. Maybe what we're doing wrong. You guys told us you uh, hated that we didn't introduce ourselves. Now we started introducing ourselves and no one's telling us that they like it. Except I'm never introducing myself first now ever again. (laughs) Ah, shit. I fucked up, guys. (laughs) (laughs) So remember, guys, to subscribe, follow, tune in, keep up with us. Next week, we are uh, doing the big bad Kurt Cobain, which is uh, the front man of Nirvana, if you don't know that first off. But also it's a potential what if happened. Is it a murder? Is it a suicide? Is the new Batman movie amazing because it features two? Well, it's the same Nirvana song twice in it. So we'll see you guys (laughs) next Tuesday. Stay tuned. So, <laughs> I got lost. Sorry. A lot of blood. Yep. Oh. Hey, now, this, this is, is what dreams. dreams. <laughs> you were going to go high and I was going to go. No, I was going to go high because I always go high. And then dreams you went high. So I started going low me. and then we yeah. <laughs> just didn't work. That was my funny bone. It's not funny.